It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It was in this room that Napoleon spent seven dark hours. <gasps> the real breath of ancient time was penetrated. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> should I leave the room? <laughs> Napoleon came out. You wouldn't believe me. It was the most satisfying night of my life. It was the most satisfying the night of my of life. time, what can I say? Oh, it was a very nice evening, and I feel like I have some answers. <laughs> the breath of time gave me feelings I have never so. felt before. the show be witty be witty <laughs> go ahead open the show <laughs> oh open the show yeah you said it three times <laughs> it takes three times for the spell to be cast oh, okay open the show open, open the, the show. show open the show oh now i get it all right well today we <laughs> welcome everyone <laughs> oh dear god i love Fala. this is actually a very special day on wait what it will uh you'll get this on friday but on Monday, when we're recording, August 12th, it is dear Elaine's birthday. Yay! So happy birthday, Thank my you. friend and co-host. Thank you. I'm so excited to be 21. I can't wait. We can finally have a drink together. Oh, my, oh my God. God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I want a blue Hawaiian. <laughs> so on this very special episode of Wait, wait What? what? <laughs> and I can't remember who's turn. Well, you know what? It's your birthday. Who? Well, would you like to go first or second? No, no. You go go first okay i'll go first okay go i mine's a little bit short i was hoping to find a few more little stories but wait i'm trying to think if we have any announcements oh yeah well in about 10 days we're going to 11 days we're heading down south we've been talking about this but yeah san diego haunted spots um, friends of elaine's who i can't wait to meet yeah 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 it's gonna be really really fun yeah oh we're gonna be guests on a podcast down there oh yes we will be a guest on a podcast down there oh you guys by the way Mm -hmm. we had a really cool review oh my god i love it i think i'm gonna let me pull it up yeah pull it up it really does help us when you put and when you rate us five stars um, and leave a review it not helps. a suggestion I know. not a suggestion if you think anything less then you know Too bad. listen and do nothing else <laughs> oh my god i also have to say that elaine on her birthday brought the monsters this morning which was beautiful bringing me a gift on your birthday oh, whatever it's <laughs> it's not a gift so much as that we need this <laughs> that's true did so, you find it 
yeah so the review is by mini pinkies august 8th uh and it's titled my husband's timing is impeccable and she put i have to say or he i'm so sorry i'm i'm i'm, I'm assuming their gender I, oh that's true we don't yeah. know so this person eh? mm-hmm. <laughs> i have to right. say the first time my husband got in the truck and heard your podcast it was hilarious I was listening to you guys talk about anal abscesses on episode 23. <laughs> you remembered what episode. I know. It makes me love mini pinkies even more. And he says, what the F are you listening to? <laughs> and she said, oh, my God, yes, I love you girls. You're the best. No, you're the best. You're the best mini pinkies. Thank you so much. I we I'm serious. We love reviews only because I we I love to hear how people are feeling about the show. Yeah, absolutely. Engage. Other. Enter the conversation. We yes. love that you're here. Exactly. So and, and you're our friend. Yeah, you're our friend. Okay. Now. Group oh hug, God. everybody. Oh my God. We're gonna get a bucket oh. of fries together. <laughs> okay. All right, now we can get started. Okay, so now <laughs> I want to first describe August twelfth. Because it's your birthday day. Oh, look at her theming. <laughs> I'm theming. <laughs> theming. August 12th is the 224th day of the year, 225th in leap years in the Gregorian calendar. 141 days remain until the end of the year. It is the peak of the Perseid, and I might not be able, I might not be saying that right, mm-hmm. Perseid meteor shower. It is also known as the glorious 12th. In the United Kingdom, <laughs> as it marks the traditional start of the grouse shooting season. What? <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it's called the Glorious 12th. I so. thought you were going to say the, because the way that you were going to say 12th, uh-huh. it felt like, I really thought, and I'm really sorry, you guys, <laughs> I thought you were going to say the Glorious Twat. <laughs> Oh my I'm like, God, I'm coughing. I am a glorious twat. <laughs> but you were saying like the GT. way your the way your mouth was moving. <laughs> glorious twat. Okay, so you're only listening, but just so you know, I look like a kung fu movie in that my mouth moves one way and different words come out. It's just a thing. It's how I am. Yeah, well, you've all seen Drew Barrymore talk. <laughs> oh my God, she's one of my faves. I love Drew Barrymore. And you know who else talks like that is yeah. Alicia Silverstone. from. She does. She does watch her talk she's go, another nah, nah, favorite. Nah, nah, nah. she's a different kind of favorite like drew barrymore i would love to go have a drink with her yeah yeah and alicia silverstone maybe not but she's super vegan like super vegan. Well, like vegans went... look at her and go whoa no that's the thing <laughs> like even though she obviously is on the right side of history regarding dairy <laughs> that was see? slick see look how controlled that but was but she went through this thing do you remember that deal in the media where she was like chewing bird feeding the, her right, child yeah yeah, she was chewing up food and spitting it in their mouth. And you know what? Go do you. Like, I, I, I would never do that. I just don't. Yeah, you know what? It's true. It, there's no harm done, there's so maybe no it is done. okay. Ugh. But also. Like, it's just like those people that breastfeed their three-year-olds. Like, okay. It's like. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Like, have you met my husband? And he looks up <laughs> from her like, oh, that seems a little. Maybe it should be private. That's yeah. That's a genre on the internet that I don't go to. <laughs> but legally, you know, women have the right to breastfeed their children wherever they are when their children need yeah, to eat, including you know accredited museums yeah. and state parks. And and and, and it does. T- I mean, for me personally, mm-hmm. and this is not a judgment, yeah. it is a weird, disturbing thing when it's a grown child. So what I do if they're in public is just look away. Like, right. what's right. the big it's damn deal? It's just not deal? your business. You it's can keep going. It's just not my business. Yeah. They're parenting the way they're parenting. 
I mean, really, the only people like that I would like be uh to, yeah, a little judgy to, is if you start grabbing or hitting your children. That's exactly. I was going to say their parents abusing children every day. Right. If one of them wants to breastfeed her till they're teenager, f- then just, <laughs> right. Just I mean, I don't know. Okay, so. And then I, I was looking for more. I only found three so far. Um, but I wanted to list some of the famous people who died on this date only because we're weird and strange. <laughs> and that's exactly fits in. Oh, my God. I love it. Who, who, who? Um, well, Joseph Kennedy. And I thought he was important because he's, he's from a certain to era. That the, 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 the where we also oh. work. Did I almost say it? Yeah. You're very sensitive. No, I pick up on shit. You really on, are. On shit. <laughs> I need to process that shit better. I go, that really sounded close. <laughs> and you went right away. What, like, did I say it? <laughs> like, fuck, she's reading my head now. <laughs> I know. I, I can read your mind. Um, artist Jean-Michel Basca. Um, he was this. Yeah, do you he know dated who he is? Madonna. Oh, seriously? Yes. Way back it would have been. Mm-hmm, 80s. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, he dated Madonna. That's how I know him. He was this amazing, amazing street mm-hmm. artist, partly mm-hmm. because he was just doing his thing, mm-hmm. doing, like, the messages. Yeah. Yeah, it was really... Yeah. So they, they hung out And there's together. a really good documentary about him, yeah. too. they hung out together. Okay, and then actress Lauren Bacall. Those are the only three. <laughs> oh, and... And then Lauren. Lauren Bacall. She's only just gorgeous, right? And then I found a couple of incidents that took place on different years throughout history, but on August 12th. This is all. This is my birthday oh gift to you. Oh my god, Paula! <laughs> this is so cool. I'm gonna do something fucked up for your birthday. <laughs> I can't wait. Scare me with yes. horror. <laughs> what just really on? twisted ass stories. And that would make me feel like you know me. You've been paying attention. <laughs> it's our hugs. It's She's podcaster totally hugs. Terrifying me. I feel like we went a level deeper. Oh my gosh, she went out of her way to find stories so that I could shit my pants on my birthday. <gasps> no one else did that. I know. <laughs> so August twelfth, nineteen forty-three, was one of the dates involved in the Philadelphia experiment, which we've talked about. That experiment, and I'll recap what sure. the experiment was a little bit, just for those tuning in hmm. for the first time. But it was that famous Project Invisibility Temporal Time and Space Warp, which which was time travel, mm-hmm, kind mm-hmm. of. Well, yeah, it was. So there are several dates associated with the experiment that was an alleged military experiment carried out by the U.S. Navy at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. The U.S. Navy destroyer escort, USS Eldridge, was claimed to have been rendered invisible to enemy devices. That was the whole idea the military apparently denies that this experiment was in place mm-hmm. or any of the outcomes, but um, but that was the idea is that we would have an advantage in war. Yeah, yeah. And so October 28th, 1943 is the date of the main invisibility experiment. That's the date you hear the most associated. The first experiment was actually back in July, mm-hmm. and then a second experiment was on August 12th. Okay. And that one, scientists eventually succeeded in making the USS Eldridge a cannon, which was a cannon-class destroyer escort, invisible for a short period of time on the first occasion, which was believed to be in July, 
And then one of Tesla, who was involved in this, mm. apparently, or, well, his inventions. His inventions. Um, a zero, his invention was a zero-time reference generator. That's just the name of it. Wow. Lent itself to the success. The device supposedly locks the Earth's magnetic fields and acts as a cosmological reference with the electromagnetic fields at the center of the galaxy. That's a whole lot of science you just, just vomited. Pulling. <laughs> I don't feel like I need to wipe my mouth off a little right? bit. Is Have that, a cigarette. On me, right? The scientist said that Tesla gave them a cryptic warning about, or gave about this device, a cryptic warning uh, that pers- that a personnel problem in quotes uh-huh. uh, might occur in the experiment. But he continued anyway, and the Navy trained a crew specifically for the operation. So then, August twelfth, nineteen forty-three, they ran that second test after being shrouded in a green ozone-laden haze. That's in quotes. Uh-huh. The ship purportedly disappeared for several hours, during which it traveled through time and then rematerialized. <gasps> what? Mm-hmm. No. On your birthday. On my birthday. Mm-hmm. Upon its return, sailors were reported to be violently ill. That's apparently the personnel problem. Um, Some engulfed in flames. What the shit? uh, That's disappointing. (laughs) So you could come back ill or in flames. You good? I troubled her too. Oh, God. (laughs) Yeah, it gets really. What the shit? Some engulfed in flames. I know. It'd be like, why me? Right? Can I just puke? Like, right, right. Joe's just puking. There's Why no am middle I... ground. <laughs> I feel really upset. But, and can someone also put me out? But I still, I need to process Stop, this. drop, and roll is not working. <laughs> Time travel flames are different. <laughs> it's oil-based, Oh, God. Oh, God. Stop throwing water on me. It's not oh going to work. Oh, my God. Others molecularly bonded with the ship. So maybe flames. <laughs> <laughs> it gets worse. No. <laughs> But can you imagine My if you bond? <laughs> the stick shift, if it has a stick shift. So back to the future, but like no, worse. But worse. And I don't know if when they were bonded with the ship, if they were dead or immediately they, or they're like, or oh, they, are you kidding me? And then. Or did they bond like me and ship? <laughs> we have you know such what? I get good, it now. Yeah. I know where ship is coming from and we have the same background. You know, it's trying to stay afloat. I'm trying to stay afloat <laughs> mentally. I mean, we're both just squirrels trying to get a nut in the squirrel. Trying to get a nut. <laughs> trying to look for a place to bury your nut. Trying Maybe to remember where that's we put the nut. That's what they meant. They meant emotionally. They, meant they really changed your emotional. Now I'm picturing people puking. Somebody <laughs> stop dropping and rolling the oil-based flames off of them, and then somebody like just cuddling to the seat. They're like, like, I'm I, sorry about you guys in your... <laughs> I love you so much. Like, I feel like you're my soulmate. I know. And the ship's like, oh, you're a strong, silent type. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> That's an idea for another show. Um, and then this one uh, person involved said that he and his brother... Who were aboard the ship, his name was Bielek. Okay, Bielek. Um, jumped off during the time warp and remained in 1983 on Montauk, Long Island. What? At another secretive government facility. We won't go into all that because we've talked about oh it before. God. But there was, that was also experimenting with time time travel and that was known as the Montauk Project. And this is seen as true. It's not like a legend. Um, well, I mean... Is and it is. I mean, the military is denying it. Oh, I see. Which one of the? Yeah, but as we know, they, they do, lie. If they were like, yeah, yeah, sure, we did. That would be a surprise. I mean, the result of the experiments. I- 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I don't know. This is, there are different stories that all really right. closely relate to this story I just yeah, described. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, it makes sense. It is science. I mean, this isn't magic. They were trying to become invisible to the enemy, always looking for ways to increase advantages. And and then probably stumbling on a lot of discoveries on the way there. I mean, imagine how, you know, like how fast we've advanced in just our telephones. Oh, my God. Yeah. In a hundred years, you think about. And that's through like private parties, you know, Mm -hmm. with limited not as much funding as the government. I know. And I think I said that about Project Bluebeam. Yeah. If we do such good, you know, uh, special effects for movies yeah. and, and on stage, even holograms. Yeah, they look Imagine real. what the government can do with unlimited finances. Right, because you change the goal and you change yeah. the experience. Yeah, yeah. Because now we're looking to create not an extra Madonna on stage, right. but... It's going to be... We want yeah. you to believe someone's coming at you. You yeah. turn your attention and then we get you from behind. Right, and, right. You? Or so you can, you know, we want something to be... You, you can feel and do this. Yeah. And to have yeah. all that um, money, I can see them easily doing it. Easily discovering Well, yeah, I don't think it's outlandish. The time travel part of it, I don't know. But yeah. the but if we were invisibility going, part of it, invisib- for sure. Right. But I think if we were going by the whole, like... If that quantum parallel universe, yes, that's right. If you think about it, that would be, that would be yeah. feasible to yeah. do. You would just have to change your frequency, true, like a radio true. wave to another frequency, mm-hmm. and there you're there. Yeah, I kind of want a time machine, but not really because Being... the human body is a pretty fragile. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're animals. Whatever is us, you know, yeah. our souls, identity, yeah. energy is different but the human body that we're in like maybe it can't our energy can transfer that. but the body but the body can't, can't right yeah exactly that's so we, we come back and we're fine and some are engulfed in flames and some are welded right, the to bodies the... just obviously none of the bodies did okay yeah no <laughs> none of them did because they didn't say and then others were just smoking a cigarette and reading a magazine <laughs> like, what's wrong with no. these guys yeah it's like Oh, my God. <laughs> Steve, you're kind of singeing my pants right now. This party's way going south. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, because yeah, our body is meant for – it's almost like, you know, when you go to space or when you go too far, far uh, too high up and you can't breathe. Your body's yeah. not meant to be there. Right. We've acclimated to this level, level within a range. Right. But, but your body's not meant to be there. So if you were time yeah, traveling, yeah. your body is definitely not meant to be there frequencies could be different the gravity could be different i don't even think we should be going on some of these wild roller coasters i, know. I watch people i'm like your brain is slapping against the inside know, of your skull and that can't be helping that can't be good i like the ones that go up and down yeah they terrify me I don't but the like ones the that swing around i just i do feel like it's causing brain injury well why wouldn't it i mean right a little well, bit how is it any worse than a, i mean i guess if they swing you around at the right Arc, yeah. you know. I like the up and down. Yeah, the up and down. I, <laughs> There's a shirt. It depends we on, like the up yeah. and down. I mean, I'm not selfish. I'll try other things. But, <laughs> but if like I'm tired, down. I just like the down. <laughs> That's so interesting. I've never, ever heard of that. 
Yeah. You know, time traveling is a trip. Like, you don't know. It's one of my favorite topics. Yeah, time traveling. Because it's like, I don't know. I would be scared of not being able to go back if I traveled to a time that was not, even if it was you know, like a good time to be in, even if it was, you know, a, a lifeline that I was, you know, everything that I've ever wanted to be, yeah. it wouldn't be the same, right? Because your relationships with people would, yeah, you would feel yeah. like you were a stranger in your own life. So right, because the spontaneity of life is kind of life. Part of it. And like we process. don't know what's happening next. Yeah. And so like when you're, when you all of a sudden go into a lifeline that say all the things you've ever wanted, you yeah. know, you're successful and your, your business is taking off have good relationships but you didn't enjoy the process of going there yeah and that's part of the thing is the yeah. process like this is i mean this is always fun yeah but like if our podcast does kind of hit at a level that we want yeah we can appreciate it more because we went through this sitting in your dining room that's exactly and right yeah so like the cambridge and cheney studios yeah, yeah, yeah right putting up days. with dogs and cats completely it's all fun and hilarious to look back on i know but if you all of a sudden just got there it wouldn't feel like anything like anything no feel the same so yeah totally agree on that so we like the road trip of life i like the road trip of life there's no answer to this one Except that there was this event when Napoleon, have you heard about Napoleon's mystical experience? No. In Egypt? On August 12th? On August August 12th. Oh my God. 1799, I think it was. Mm -hmm. So Napoleon and his troops, like over 30,000 troops have gone to Egypt. There was all kinds of warring there. So the time was ripe to kind of, you know, go in. People were impoverished and underdressed and they could go in and kind of sweep up the place. Mm -hmm. And. Then there was this situation. Other great leaders had spent a night in the Great Pyramid of Giza, better known, it's this says, as the Pyramid of Cheops, but but it's one of the largest and most mysterious monuments in the world. This is by Anastasia, Anastasia Scuro and Olaf Phillips. <laughs> Apparently, one of his parents was American. <laughs> yeah. Of Paranoia Magazine. And they call it that kind of tongue-in-cheek. It's kind of fun, all these interesting oh, stories. I see. Uh, despite its antiquity, um, scientists still haven't solved the mystery of how it was built. Still one of the most debated topics in modern archaeology. But its construction is not the great, oh, the construction is not the Great Pyramid's only mystery. Something mysterious is hidden deep inside the Great Pyramid of Giza and its discovery has changed the life of the great Napoleon Bonaparte. I mean, don't get too excited because there aren't any answers. Oh, during that whole campaign, though, that was when one of Napoleon's soldiers found the mysterious Rosetta Stone. And that was the key that decoded, that helped them decode Egyptian hieroglyphs. Because it was this one stone that that had... explained everything. It had a message in three different languages, including the hieroglyphs and ancient Greece and Greek and something. I love that topic. So that they could... Decipher and decipher, and that just opened up everything. Yeah, definitely. So Rosetta Stone's pretty amazing. Cool. Um, Should I do that with today's slang? Yes. <laughs> that way, later when they find out all these, gibberish. oh my god, yeah, do a Rosetta Stone <laughs> of the twenty first century. Work. Yeah, <laughs> that would be really good. Stone. And then we'll etch it in actual right. stone. Okay. Okay. So what happened one night? 
the mystery the mystery of the night started simply enough napoleon bonaparte had chosen to spend the night inside the king's chamber in the great pyramid of giza the mystery began the next morning when well that's not where they can't just say the mystery began all over the place Mm. but the next morning several of his subordinates asked him if anything had happened that night when asked napoleon gave a most unusual answer if i told you the truth you would not believe me and then he never told them (laughs) what a little shit literally a little shit a little asshole asshole. i know if i told you you wouldn't believe me so anyway about them dodgers i know and you're like wait a minute wait a minute napoleon I mean, there's some speculation among people who, who study that kind of energy mm-hmm. and that kind of space. They said the king's chamber is known to be spiritually charged. It's a rectangular room around 10 meters in length by five meters wide. It was in this room that Napoleon spent seven dark hours. <gasps> the real breath of ancient time was penetrated. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> should I leave the room? <laughs> Napoleon came out. You wouldn't believe me. It was the most satisfying night of my life. It was the most satisfying the night of my of life. time, what can I say? Oh, it was a very <laughs> nice evening, and I feel like I have some answers. <laughs> the breath of time gave me feelings I have so, never felt before. <laughs> what do you want to do today, Jones? Blow the nose of the Sphinx? I don't know. It's your choice. Um, I could care less, really. <laughs> I don't care. This is called post-orgasmic glow. <laughs> I think I turned Lithuanian again. Right. His, his little <laughs> tunic was buttoned wrong. His, he couldn't put, quite put his hand back into his fucking high pocket. This is my walk of shame. <laughs> his walk of shame. His fucking hat dragging in the sand. i sorry. Okay. I had a long night. What can I say? Sorry, not sorry. Okay. Yeah, sorry, not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. His face was pale and he appeared to be frightened. So it was a rough night. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like it rough, it turns out. They don't know what lube is, <laughs> this breath of time. I did not like it. I did not like it. How about the breath of it. KY? How about that? It's a bit of KY. Now we're sounding so weird. I'm getting a little, I know I'm switching into another offensive accent. I've offended the French long enough. Oh. Let's offend the Italians Sure. Now. It's it's a, it's it's my birthday. Offensive. Offend them all. Offensive accents for everybody. Okay. Party favors. <laughs> Party favors. Uh, but he achieved this long, lifelong ambition of spending the night in the king's chamber because other great world leaders apparently had, mm. like uh, Alexander the Great. Later, Napoleon later remarked in his biography about several leading historic leaders. Mm. Uh, for instance, Napoleon discussed some of the decisions and life experiences of Alexander the Great and Julius Caesar, both of which had eye-opening experiences after spending a night. Mm-hmm. That's according to him. I don't know. Oh, my God. Would you spend a night in, in any of those Egyptian Not alone. chambers? I yeah. would with other people, but I don't think I would. I know I wouldn't alone. Yeah. I'm just scared to do anything alone at That's night. It's true. As a kid, I no, I can't even, even watch if a I movie knew, in the we, living room. Well, even if we had tents around the entrance, yeah. and I knew you were out there, and other people I trusted, I still wouldn't be able to go in there alone. Oh God, no, 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 no. Oh God, I, yeah, I don't want to get. I mean, maybe you'd be penetrated by the breath of. The- I mean, Napoleon didn't do anything after that. I mean, there were some good things. I mean, he was trying to conquer the world, well, but. Yeah. He also set up a lot of educational right. opportunities in that in and, France, but yeah. 
I mean, there was nothing that seemed like, oh, that's got to be pyramid related. You know, I mean, it doesn't seem like anything came of it that, <laughs> yeah. He didn't have P- PTSD be- because of it. He didn't have PTSD. Yeah. And he didn't have a halo and he yeah. didn't have. Yeah. So, yeah, that's yeah, so- true. But still, I would still be scared because I feel like I would have that kind of luck where nothing happens to anybody. But when it was my turn. Yeah. I'm going to they- bond with the stone of the pyramid. <laughs> exactly. It's going to fuck like, with me. Oh, that's it those are my, my I birthday love stories thank you so much this is all interesting and god the time machine thing all cool uh-huh. so today okay since it's my birthday my gift to myself yes is to look into the conspiracy theory of is elvis still alive Oh, that's fair. It's your birthday. You know I love me some Elvis. I know. He I is know. my first hillbilly love. Oh. Um, I did this partly because it is super fascinating. It's like, you know, it's, it's so traditional tabloid that we've yeah. already been like whatever. But in the very beginning, mm. right after he died, yeah. some of the evidence was pretty compelling. Ooh. So I want to go into that. But also I did this partly because I just love looking at him. <laughs> yeah. He is just <laughs> – and I know a lot of people go, oh, Elvis Presley, and they think 74 to 76. That's when he was really bad. But ladies and gentlemen, this man was Uh hot from 56 to 73. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen the 1968 special. Oh, tune in. Um, Because that man was just cool and gorgeous and tan and delicious. And I know you kind of have qualms about him since, you know, he did. No, there's some of his music I love and I think he's interesting. I mean, he also. Yeah, but you said like he dated a child. child. And and married her and made her uh, an honest woman. Um, you know, and then we just touch her because she got pregnant. Okay, but uh, he had his issues. <laughs> but she, okay, but you know what? This is your birthday, and I'm and, not going to go full attack did, on Elvis. And yes. she did too. She did her issues too. <laughs> I mean, she was a kid, but yeah. And her parents letting her date. Well, the no, the parents. I do blame the parents as well. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm not going to defend him. I, okay. But I'm going to say he's not Jerry Lee Lewis marrying his 12 year old cousin. Oh, um, no, it could be worse. Yeah, he worse. did. Um, when they first, when he she was fifteen, the parents would drive her over. There would be a group of. I mean, he was very respectful to her. He didn't, like you said, mommy uh-huh. issues. He didn't touch her till they were married and they had sex. She had a baby, and he was like, "Nope." He yeah. had what was called a Madonna whore issue. <clears throat> yeah, um, yeah. So he did have that, and I totally get it. But as far as, you know, dating children is concerned, I guess he's not that bad because um, he did marry her. And she realm still people, very yeah. much, I mean, Priscilla Presley, God bless her. Mm-hmm. She really helped uh, Elvis Presley. And that's kind of why they bonded because Priscilla met him at a time when his mom died. And I think when his mom died, oh. he he was he almost threw himself down when they they put the coffin down. Oh, God. he almost threw himself down. I think Elvis really did need some help. Yeah. Like, he yeah. had full-on depression, but back yeah, then, yeah. who's to yeah, say? Yeah, people weren't treating it right. Right. Exactly. And and everyone was expecting him to be Elvis Presley. And the whole thing, if you really go back to... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. 
That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The whole thing, the whole reason that um, he even dared himself to go into the recording yeah. studio, aside from the fact that he loved singing, mm-hmm. he was scared. Um, the guy that uh, was in the studio said he would drive past back and forth, like looking, looking, looking. Oh, wow. And he finally went in there and recorded something for his mother. Because ultimately, that's what it all boils down to. He yeah. was so super poor. So super poor that he lived with black people. And I guess that was like really poor of a white person to be living in the projects with black people. You know, you had poor white people, but then there was what they deemed as supreme white trash. And that would be the white people living so poor that they were living in the black project. Isn't it disgusting how humans absolutely twist the existence of their fellow humans yeah but yeah i get what you're saying and his or his dad had actually been in jail because he had bounced a check to try to feed the family (sighs) so he was the head dude for a while and saw mom working her ass off yeah and so his whole thing about starting this and hopefully being successful was he never wanted his mom to work again. Oh. He never wanted his mom to work again. Mm-hmm. Everything was for her. Yeah. And when she died, that's what he was saying. Why are you leaving me? Everything was for you. All of this is for you. <sighs> what reason do I have to live now? You oh, know, what's with this? I mean, he Did he spiraled. have any siblings? He had a twin brother that died at birth. Oh, wow. So Elvis was a part of a twin. Uh-huh. Uh, Elvis and Elvis and Elvis and I think the the twin's name was going to be Garen, G A R O N, and his l- middle name is Aaron, A R O N. So Elvis oh. Aaron Presley, yeah, which is going to come into play when we okay. talk about the. So that's kind of where he comes from, and that's why I think like when Priscilla came, he said when he was talking to his buddies, like, "Oh my God, like you know." Isn't she like just the sweetest face you've ever seen? Like, I feel like I want to take care of her. And all of his friends were like, she kind of looks like a young Gladys. Oh. And so he really like glommed onto her. Yeah. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to make sure that you have a great life. He kinda needed like- someone to take care of. Like that was his idea. You know, he if you're raised to be kind of an enabler, protector. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, because mom, the mom kind of <clears throat> made him the head of the household. Yeah. That when Vernon Presley came, he's like, who's this guy? I I sleep with my mom, and I take care of mom. Did they sleep in the same bed? They did for a while until um until he got out of jail, which was about off and on eight years. Yeah. And then when his dad got out of jail, dad was like super lazy, oh. and so he was like looking at his mom working hard, you know, sewing for people, scrubbing uh-huh. floors, and looking at his dad going, "What the fuck, dude?" Yeah. So then the minute he could get a job, he went and got a job to make sure that mom wasn't, you know toiling and helping out so it's a weird dynamic that he got into Mm -hmm, with his mom mm -hmm. um he looked you know he saw her as mom but he also saw her as his therapist yeah his companion this is the person i can trust who will accept me for me and then when she was gone Mm -hmm. it was just like right it's like you have no identity who are you what the fuck do i do now meanwhile poor 15 year old priscilla has this legacy glommed onto her and god bless her she really like no none of it's on her she was she was 15 going oh my god who is this guy well and elvis presley was already very very famous famous. very famous yeah so she was just i mean she was obviously smitten because this man was just completely you know treating her with kid gloves and oh, you know she, in, like he was introducing her to his music like i had never heard music that he listens to that's another thing too 
um, with the whole music thing that Elvis did. I don't think people see like the significance of it now because we're so used to it. Yeah. But what he did was basically revolutionary. Country and blues were never ever together. Country was for basically yeah. white people mm-hmm. and blues were for black people. Mm-hmm. He was a white person that grew up in the blues gospel background. I mean, what a gift yeah. in hindsight. Right. And he dressed like them. Oh. That's why he got ostracized in school because he mm-hmm. would wear loud clothes. He had hair up, you know. Yeah. And that's his influence. He grew up with gospel mm-hmm. and he grew up with his parents singing that and he grew up with, you know, singing the blues. And then eventually he would listen to the radio and you hear country and he likes country too. Yeah. And when he was auditioning for this guy, Sam Phillips, it had already been two hours, and Sam Phillips was kind of not impressed. Oh. So they were taking a break, actually. Yeah. And he was like, okay, I just need to loosen up, because he felt the pressure, like, fuck, this guy doesn't like me, and it's mm-hmm. not going to happen. So just out of nowhere, he started singing, just casually, That's All Right, Mama. That's All Right, Mama is and a blues song. that's one he wrote? He didn't write it. Oh, he didn't write it. Oh, it was it, already a blues song. He started singing That's All Right, Mama, which is a blues song, mm-hmm. with this really fast rift. And the guy, Sam Phillips, was like, whoa, 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 what are you doing? And he's like, I don't know, I was just messing around. He goes, what? And he pressed (gasps) record. Oh. And rock and roll was born. Oh, my God. It's like, seriously, nobody had heard that before. Yeah. They released it on the radio. Everybody started calling about it (sighs) immediately. He was at the theater. They had to call him because the radio station wanted to interview him three hours after it came out. So big achievements. And, you know, he, you know, a billion people watched his satellite special. So the guy, on top of all this, he became into this kind of pop star realm that nobody had ever delved Uh into. Nobody had ever been this popular. But wasn't it at the same time as the Beatles? No, the Beatles were in the 60s. The Beatles were influenced by Elvis. Oh. I think it was John Lennon who famously said before Elvis, there was nothing. Whoa. That's a major statement. John Lennon's If you look at the Beatles... In the very early, they yeah. all were dressed in leather jackets with their hair just like Elvis. Oh my god! That was their influence. He had a huge influence uh, overseas, and this is and this leads into why people still think he's alive. By the way, I'm not just doing this to show off about my boyfriend. <laughs> um, so a couple of things: record sales. It's estimated that more than one billion Elvis Presley records have been sold worldwide. Uh, from his early sessions at Sun Records to the end of his career, mm-hmm. um, Elvis has had 150 different albums and singles that have been uh, certified gold. He has had sold more records than anyone in the record history, in record industry still. history still. Wow. And this was when people had to get up, get the money. Oh, yeah. Go, go to the store. Bring home and the bring record. Home yeah. record. Put in play. Yeah. Not I want this, charge my bank automatically. Yeah. <laughs> Internationally, even bigger than the United States. Uh-huh. I have never heard, I have never, I don't remember a day I've never heard of Elvis Presley. Elvis Presley uh. is so popular in the Philippines. So popular. Oh, really? If you look up Bruno Mars yeah. when he was like three, yeah. what's he doing? Elvis. Yeah. And dressed in yeah, an Elvis outfit. Definitely. Elvis is huge. Okay. I've always known Elvis. Um, so big big accomplishments you know he was historically the one that they would they they only took from the waist up yes, yes. right 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 his whole ed and it's all Sullivan. kind of show mm-hmm. and it's all kind of a laugh now because it's like what was he doing that was so bad but, but it, that's so suggestive in a puritan based yeah, culture well, yeah because if you compare him to other singers at the time yeah. 
especially white singers. Yeah, they would stand. They still. would stand still. <laughs> yeah, and you and their suit was very nice. Yeah, their hair was always nicely done. Then you get this guy. You compare that guy to Elvis Presley, Heartbreak Hotel. Yeah. And he's walking around with the mic and he's thrusting and yeah. he, his hair's messed up. His suit is kind of ill-fitting but so deliciously cool. <laughs> oh, I just love that performance. But anyways, that's why he caused such a stir. Uh-huh. And it was the first time that teenagers were like, this is ours. Yeah. It was never like, oh, my, I listen to this music because my parents do. Priscilla Presley said that. I listen to Mary Alonza and all this stuff because that's what my parents listen to. There was yeah. nothing targeted at the young. Uh-huh. And I don't think Elvis expected it to be because he said he went out one time uh-huh. and he started singing and doing what he does. Yeah. And he was like, why are they screaming? And then the one of the guys was like, because you keep shaking your leg. So he's like, what? Okay. So he went out there and he goes, and I just shook my leg even more. And they, I got more, you know, accolades and people, girls screaming at me. So I said, why not? Because they could imagine him in their I don't think that was. Lives. I, I think it was just like he, you saw a person who really loved music and felt it. But I mean, it's passionate you know, and it is, it, it is, is a little bit sexual in a time right. when you're not really supposed, supposed to, to talk about it or right. show it. Or, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So to have passion on stage, yeah. like, so that was like, mm. yeah. And I, I mean, God. I yeah. You're behaving in a way your parents wouldn't approve of. Yep. And we didn't know that was possible. Yeah. And it was yeah. rebellious. And so yeah, it's rebellious. he's from the devil. So on August 16th, 1977, something monumental happened. And August it, what? I'm sorry. August 16th, 1977. Not my birthday. But no, but close. I was a year. I was just mere days into being one years old. You could look at it as the death of Elvis Presley or the day he faked his own death. Oh, there we are. I yeah. know where I was when I heard. I was here on the Central Coast. Really? I was in, well, either San Luis or Paso. I don't know. But I was here on the Central Coast yeah. and I was watching Dialing for Dollars. Oh, I was really? a kid visiting we had some visitation with one of my mother's ex-husbands. Yeah. And I was watching that and it broke in. Oh, boy. That Elvis Presley was dead. And you know what else happened August 16th? No. Madonna was born. So anyways, it's oh, Madonna's birthday. It's a little triangulation uh-huh, of, of my love. Brilliant. It's, it's my threesome. After he died, there was numerous alleged sightings of the king after his death. I mean, he's up there with Bigfoot and the Loch Ness Oh, monster. I'm sure. It's been like 40 some years of just random uh, uh, sightings. When I got really interested in this was actually, well, I've always liked Elvis, but in high school, there was a guy... And he gave me a book called Is Elvis Alive? So one of the sightings was when he first died, a man by the name of John Burroughs bought a ticket. He looked supposedly this John Burroughs. Uh-huh. A was the name of that uh, that Elvis always used. John, oh, it is? Yes. Like you mean when he went to hotels yes. or things like that? Okay. John Burroughs. He purchased a one-way ticket from the Memphis International Airport to Buenos Aires. Uh-huh. He supposedly gave the name John Burroughs, a pseudonym Elvis used, checking into hotels. Um, Patrick Lacey, the author of the book Elvis Decoded, claims to have uh-huh. debunked this popular and unsubstantiated story. He said there was nobody, or there were no international flights. Oh, thank you. There were no international flights in Memphis from 1977. And also they were like, well, why would the most famous man on earth, you know, risk going to a public place in a uh-huh. book air for? So it's that, but what that was still very much alive uh, in the uh-huh. 80s that this guy, John Burroughs, 
the funeral. So when the book that I got from that uh, guy, that nice guy that gave me the book, um, one of the claims was that the body that you saw in the casket, which the inquirer paid. Yeah, no, I remember that was such a controversy that they put that picture on the front. The inquirer paid one of Elvis Presley's family members Uh or attendees for a picture. And that was the picture um, that they published. Uh Uh-huh. But a lot of people questioned it because it looked oddly weird. Uh-huh. Um, like the hair had been taped on. I think one of his cousins had said that like... His hair had been taped yeah, on. Yeah, like the sideburn looked askew. Oh. It looked like he was sweating. I'm going to look it up. Um, It looked like he was sweating. Not in the picture, but the people who attended said that. But also in the oh, picture, okay. people were saying he looked more like the old Elvis Presley than the current Elvis Presley. You know, his hair was short and oh yeah right definitely he looked just like a chubby oh yeah he looks like a old the old elvis presley so a lot of people concluded that the body that was in the coffin was wax um the reason that was also the reason why when they saw pallbearers carrying the uh the casket they were having problems if you see footage you see them struggling now, but, I mean, there was a body. Elvis was a big yeah. boy. He was 260. And caskets are heavy, too. Right. But this, there was a ton of guys underneath it. And it looked like they were having problems. And they were concluding that the casket was extra large, not because of Elvis Presley, but because there was an air conditioning system inside to keep the, the wax body from melting. Oh. Yeah. Um, <gasps> so his cousin, Gene Smith, thought that his body looked a little strange. Um, that it uh, looked puggy looking. His right sideburn was sticking straight out about an inch. His hairline looked like a hairpiece or something being glued on. Smith was also troubled by the smoothness of Presley's typically calloused hands, and mm. there was sweat on his brow. So the sweat or so melting, the wax. melting wax, right? <laughs> and it even said that the footage of service shows Paul Bauer struggling to lift a nine hundred pound copper coffin 900 pounds. the king had packed on a few pounds in the later years oh yeah but there was no way he was pushing a half ton that last fried banana sandwich <laughs> god damn it got him oh. boy i love your fried banana i mean sandwich. he would have to be like 700 pounds the casket was supposedly or 800 yeah because oh outfitted come on now. yeah outfitted with a cooling system <laughs> attentive fans were also spooked when they saw the king's headstone The inscription reads, Elvis Aaron Presley, double A-R-O-N, even though he'd been given the middle middle name Aaron, A-R-O-N. Has it been fixed or is that the headstone? It's still the headstone. So why is it? They don't know. They said the middle name was spelled A-R-O-N, possibly in the memory of his stillborn twin brother, Jesse Uh Garen. Uh-huh. The theory here is that Elvis used the incorrect spelling. So I mean, that, I was wondering that. Maybe it was spelled like the name Aaron. With W-A. Yeah, his legal name. But they're saying that if he was indeed still alive, that's not his headstone because it's oh, not his name. Oh, You see it, what I'm got saying? It, got it, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, the death itself is another major source of controversy. So the medical examiner's official cause of death was hypertensive heart disease mm-hmm. associated with atherosclerotic heart disease. Mm-hmm. Fried banana sandwiches. Uh, oh. Elvis weighed at least 250 pounds in his final days. 
and one Baptist Memorial Hospital staffer told Rolling Stone he had the arteries of an 80-year-old man. But the toxicologist found that more than 10 drugs in Presley's system... That was the thing. I mean, he was taking drugs. Mm-hmm. Fueling speculation that polypharmacy played a role in his death. So he didn't think he was a drug a drug addict because all of his drugs were being prescribed by a doctor. And he got mm-hmm. so good at prescription pills that he had a book, a little medical prescription. And yeah. he knew exactly, he could probably give you a prescription. He knew all his Right, pills. exactly all the side effects. Exactly and, all the side uh-huh. effects and what doesn't go with what and da 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 There's confusion surrounding this and other jargon cause of death explanations. Mm-hmm. Be- and it also obviously helped foster the conspiracy theories. And it's all due to the official paperwork. Elvis's death certificate will remain under wraps until 2027. Ugh. 50 years after he's, his passing. God. So they're thinking, why? Yeah, why? Yeah, is there a cover-up? But apparently it's a matter of Tennessee law. As for the Presley's, Presley's autopsy report, it's a private family document and unlikely to see the light of day. The pool house photo is the one that is probably most um it's probably one of the really good pictures of supposedly elvis presley second major elvis sighting came in the form of a photo snapped on december 31st 1977 while visiting graceland with his family a man named mike joseph took some random pictures of the presley's pool house a few years later while studying them with a magnifying glass joseph spotted a shadowy elvis-like figure sitting in the doorway (laughs) experts at kodak verified that nothing had been doctored so it seems someone was peering out the window. And in an interview with Larry King, Elvis's good friend Joe Esposito suggested that it was just another Presley associate. But I'm going to post mm. this picture on Instagram. Okay. It looks like fucking Elvis. Is it up right now? Um, No, I don't have it oh, right okay. now. But I will. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. So just put uh, Pool House, Presley by Pool House. Similar case of mistaken identity led to some excitement a few years later when sports agent Larry Kolb captured a picture of Muhammad Ali and Jesse Jackson in a 1984 newspaper photo. It says here Kolb came forward with an original color version of the image and he says it was him. But when Muhammad Ali was asked in an interview to identify the man in the background, Ali reported, oh, that's my friend Elvis. Ooh. Mm-hmm. It does look like him, 1970s Elvis in 70s the picture. Elvis. And it was 77, so it wasn't too far from when he died. Yeah. It looks more like him than the guy in the, the coffin. Uh-huh. So there's, a, there's another one that's kind of funny and totally not, I don't think it's feasible. But um, he supposedly makes an appearance in Home Alone. Ugh. He's in the background <laughs> as an extra. And the guy does look like him with a beard. Oh, my god. If gosh. you've ever seen... um. If you've ever seen one of his movies, Charo, 1969, it looks like him, but a little bit bigger. And uh, and I'll post that too. But the most recent one was the groundskeeper, Elvis, the groundskeeper on the Presley property that they think is Elvis Presley. Um, this happened in the summer of 2016. Video of a Graceland groundskeeper purported to be Elvis got the internet all shook up. In the uh. clip, a gray-haired dude in a baseball cap and Elvis Week t-shirt, because that's what Elvis would wear, <laughs> fusses with some wire and holds up two fingers. Apparently some type of numerological clue as he walks past the camera. Um, the video has been viewed for more than two million times on YouTube, but... Graceland uh, says it's just an employee, Bill Barmer. Um, oh my but he said, God. like, the way that he does this out of camera, 
Uh-huh. Apparently Elvis used to do that all the time. As like yeah, a there's signal. a picture of him even doing that. Yeah, for his fans. Um, so this kind of Elvis alive. I mean, it can't go on forever. They said. I mean, he would be in his 80s right now. Okay. And so we've got another 40 years of this. <laughs> yeah. Until his death certificate gets released in 2027. Yeah. Right. So. I think Elvis Presley is dead. The man wasn't exactly uh, healthy at the very end of his life, especially. I mean, the man was just troubled. I mean, the only time I would ever wish for Elvis to be alive is not for my (laughs) selfish reasons. It would be for, I hope he, I would have hoped. Maybe he found peace. He would have found peace somehow. I mean, because towards the end, I remember Priscilla talking about like, the poor guy was just looking for something. He had all this religious text. He would read from, you know, the Quran. He would read from the Bible. He would read from all these just... Like looking for answers, sort of? Yeah, because I think for him, and this is what, again, Priscilla Presley says, he couldn't understand. He had everything that people say would make you happy. He had success. He, you know, supposedly had good friends. Mm-hmm. I don't think they were all good friends. Oh, um, well, yeah. He had money. And he had everything, but he didn't understand why there was kind of still a hole. And so he got, when he got into things, it was a way of filling the hole. So there was purported that it it was notorious that when Elvis got into something, he fucking dove into it. Yeah. He likes karate. Fucking A, that's what you're going to breathe. Karate. We're all going to go karate lessons. We're all going to learn karate. You are all going to, like, his entourage would fully support him. He got into... But I mean, it's a way not to deal with your issues. Yeah. He got into horses. Uh He bought a ranch. You know, Circle T Ranch was his ranch in Texas. All these horses. He would go riding every day. He would have little trailers. So he would jump into whatever he was. But, uh, you know, it was, again, filling that hole of why am I not happy if I have all these things? Yes. But I guess, again, I think it's just he never dealt with the complete and utter destruction that happened when his mom died. Clearly had some emotional issues. He seriously had emotional issues. But people around him, I mean, there were a lot of people around him who were clearly using him and manipulating him. There was a lot of yes men. um, And Elvis Presley was picked on as a kid, so he never had a group of friends. Mm -hmm. So he, when he was rich, he kind of made his own group of friends. That's exactly, yeah. And they, they were all yes men. Whatever you want, Elvis. Yes, Elvis. These are not real friends. Because, yeah. Because, I mean, Elvis was paying for their salary because mm-hmm. they were being paid. They weren't friends. They were yeah, employees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were, I mean, all their houses. Elvis Presley was notorious for buying people, strangers. Yeah. Um, his All of his staff, his, like, maid staff and stuff, when he died, they had got houses. They had got money. Everything mm. from Elvis Presley. See, he kept taking care he, of people. That was his to, yeah. thing. And he saw when people were poor and struggling, he went back to that. I mean, that would be a fun thing about being that yeah. wealthy where you, can you could stay happy. comfortable, but... You could still make people happy yeah, and just support Yeah, just kind of ease the family. burden. Yeah. I mean, he would pay their, for his friends' kids' colleges. Mm. I mean, it's, it's a very famous story of this um, fan that saw him at a Cadillac dealership. Uh-huh. And he wanted to sit, go inside and shake his hand because, you know, I loved Elvis Presley. Yeah. So he goes inside and Elvis Presley, you know, introduces himself. And, he, of course, Elvis Presley was super sweet, took yeah. pictures with him. And he goes, I'm trying to, uh, I'm trying to pick a Cadillac here, man. I can't decide which one. <laughs> I goes, what do you think? What would you pick, man? And oh, he goes, no. and he goes, oh, I would pick this because it has this. And he goes, well, what about this? Would you add this to it? Yeah, I would add it to it. Blah, blah, blah. He goes, all right, well, let me order that car. That's a great car. Thanks for putting that together for yeah. me. Goes over to the, the dealership, tells him everything. He's like, I want everything this guy wants. Like, yeah. I think it'd be a great car. And they pulled it out and, uh, 
Elvis just hands him the keys. Azure, oh, man. Oh, God, that would make and me cry. And he freaked out. He's like, Elvis basically was asking him, what do you want? Right. What do you he want? was ordering his he car ordering for his him. Car. So, I mean, you know, super, super nice guy. And mm-hmm. just, I think the one time he was feeling overwhelmed was 19, well, he was gotten really famous. Mom had died. She, he was sitting in the kitchen and just kind of felt exhausted. Like, mm-hmm. kind of had his head in his hand. One of the maids came up, honey, are you doing all right? He's like, oh, I don't know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, I'm just really tired. And he's just like, well, what's the matter? Mm-hmm. He's like, well, I have everything I want. And, you know, mom's not even here. And mm-hmm. what's the point? And she's like, well, why don't you just stop, baby? He's like, you're fine now. If you stop yeah. right now, you'd be fine, you know? And he's like, yeah, but, you know, how am I going to pay you? How am I going to pay that person? How yeah. Am I gonna pay this he's going to leave. Every- yeah. I'm going to leave, you know, he's like, I'm going to let everybody down if I quit. And he didn't have the luxury to Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. You know, at least Britney Spears could go on a tangent and then come back and be okay because he they have counselors. Oh, obviously right. it's a mental health issue. Elvis couldn't do that. And being a man. Yeah, we acted like mental health issues were mm-hmm. a sign of failure weakness. or yeah, weakness. And being and- a man... Yeah, even yeah, for worse. men on top of I mean, it's, it. yeah. it's worse. I mean, it's bad now for men to try to seek help, but it's definitely a lot more. It's not as Well, there's foreign. way more mental health awareness. Right. Yeah. It's just not as foreign as back yeah. then for a guy to, you know, oh, your mama died, so now you need therapy? What okay, the fuck mama's boy. kind of pussy are you? Yeah. 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 So if, if he is still alive, I hope that he is doing well and he is living his life and taking care of his issues if he is passed on, I hope he's in a parallel universe with his mama. Oh, Yep. And that they're doing good and that he did quit when the maid tell, told him to quit. Oh, how sweet. Okay. That's my story. This was the Elaine Cheney birthday episode. <laughs> <laughs> of, of August 12th events, which... Yeah. Fascinating. <laughs> Never heard of it. That nice. was the best nice. present it's ever. It's hard to bring up things that you haven't at least heard of a little bit. Oh, best so present ever. Awesome. I've never nice. yeah, so interesting. And of course, <laughs> I had to do my Elvis. And partly no, because totally fair. This means that I will have to promote this episode yeah. on our Instagram. Yeah. And this gives me an excuse to look for pictures of it. <laughs> You know what the 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 gift continues. Your gift to yourself <laughs> that I could a gift just, to all of us, right? Right. <laughs> so you'll see why I am just. Oh, this man is. I know. Just as I was plugging in, I was googling as you talked. I was yeah. like, oh damn, he's yeah. so pretty. He's quite. Frankly, no, he the, was really the prettiest guy. I've I ever loved seen. his nose and his eyes. I and his high cheekbones, full lips, blue eyes. Anywho, all right, that's it. <laughs> That's it. Okay, good episode. Good episode. So this is episode 32. Oh, is it? 32, 32 now. We're... And then next week, I think, will be the last episode before our trip. our road trip. Yes, and that's when right. we're going to have a lot of Facebook Live. Yes. And our, our YouTube different... channel is going to be heading Yeah, YouTube up. is going to Yeah, gonna that'll be, be up pretty soon. Yeah. So you guys... And then every week after that. Yeah. So d- subscribe to everything. Everything, everything. It's a slightly different twist. I mean, one is not a repetition of the other. Exactly. So, guys, if uh, if you want to follow us on our all our social medias, just go mm-hmm. to wait what, what? three a's <laughs> podcast dot com. Don't forget to leave us as uh, feedback on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe, like, share your favorite episodes. Mm-hmm. Tell us what you like so we can give you more of what you like. Happy weird little community talking about weird shit. We right? like weird shit. I know we love weird shit. And I think weird shit attracts weird shit. 
It does. <laughs> Look at us. Until next time. Dun, dun, Thanks, dun, everyone, dun, for listening. Dun, 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 <laughs> we'll see you dun, next dun. time. This is Paula. This is Elaine. On wait, what? Oh, <laughs> wait, what? Saying goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>